microphone and off camera about uh, what might it look like for you know disciple making movements to take hold here in the United States, specifically in central Wisconsin where where we live and uh, you know we've got cultural barriers, cultural blocks in the US that part the rest of the world doesn't have and, yeah. and you know our cultures are different and so what remains to be seen I think is something that will actually take root and grow and flourish and multiply in the soil of American culture you know 21st century American culture we haven't um, we haven't seen that Okay. Yet. Now, yeah, so you've, you've done training in, in Mississippi, in Arizona, in Wisconsin, in mm -hmm. Illinois, uh, in what, North Dakota? Uh, well, South Dakota, but I was South there Dakota. I was there checking out another discipleship okay. kind of organization. But, yeah. It's, but there are things going on. There, there, there are things bubbling, bubbling up. But you're saying mm -hmm. nothing has taken root uh, that, that you're aware that of. That I'm aware of. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, what are some of those cultural challenges that you've seen in the United States? Goodness, well, you know, one of the things is um, just our busyness. Everybody is so busy. Uh, I was doing a training in Florida, and I was training Hispanic people. And uh, if you're Hispanic and you're listening to this, you know, uh, love for you to get involved in making disciples because the the Hispanic people I was training I said well if you do a discovery Bible study just logistically you, you need to or you know practically it's gonna take about 15 minutes per person in the who participates in the meeting so if you have eight people plan on a two-hour discovery disciple making type Bible study if, if you have all eight people involved in the same discussion now yes. th that same group if they met as eight people could they split into two groups of four and sure. have it be about an hour yep just so any anybody who's listening can can, mm -hmm. can understand you can split it up okay so yeah. but eight people if you're all participating in the same discussion about two hours yep got e it okay exactly okay and so uh so these these uh hispanic folks in florida said cause so i said you know I mean, you're gonna want to exactly what you said because they were going to have maybe 12 people in a meeting I said well okay just break into three small groups of four and then you can get it done in an hour because I'm thinking like you know a, a white middle-class American from central Wisconsin and I don't want it to go past an hour yeah. we kind of like our meetings to yep. go about an hour and they said well would it be okay if we meet for three or four hours and I, you know, because they just love to be together and yeah. just, you know, and eat together and share, uh, you know, Christ and, and their faith and help one another grow and, you know, to just, I don't know, to be su successful, if I can use that in their faith, you know what I mean? To, okay. To, uh, yeah, come to their full potential in Christ or whatever. And so they're, they love the idea of meeting for several hours at a time where, for most people I know, uh, you know, they don't want to be in a Bible study for that long. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They start, you know, looking at their wrist even if they're not wearing a watch. It's mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, yeah, kind of checking the, given, right. given the hint. Like, hey, I got. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so if, if you're listening and you've never been in a Discovery Bible study, 
Um, you know, you can Google it. You can go to our website. You can you can uh, download the Discovery Bible Study process because people say, "Wow, that's fun!" I never knew that Bible study could actually be fun, and uh, and and so it, it it's very enjoyable. The time goes by very quickly. Everyone is participating. Uh, I have some people in in my town uh, of Almond that they were telling me that um, they they used to I used to go to a Bible study. They said, but there was just one person who would just preach at us for the whole time. And the hardest part was to stay awake. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, they said, we just don't, we, we don't want to go back to that. But once they started doing a discovery study where everybody's participating and all, we're all learning from God at the same time, then they uh, were very um, interested or whatever, engaged, excited about studying the Bible in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Hey, uh, I can talk about some of the cultural challenges too, oh, um, please. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. as mm-hmm. uh, I've taken some of the concepts that I've learned and and done experiments. So I love uh, I love the church that I serve. They are mm-hmm. wonderful people uh, be- because we're a, a church without a, a, a regular building. We are we're setting up at a uh, at a middle school uh, every week. You know, it's we've got over 100 people gathering and mm-hmm. um, uh but it's not, um, you, you don't just walk in and everything's ready to go. Right. And every time we walk into the space, there are certain things that challenge us, certain surprises. So that has helped us have a, a church of people who are very flexible and adaptable. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, that's one of our uh, values is a that we have a whatever it takes attitude reaching out effectively by being flexible and adaptable Uh, never getting to the point that we say well this is the way we're going to do it because it's the way we've always done it sure or stopping at good enough right right yeah Mm -hmm. so if i say we're going to do an experiment and we're going to see how effective this is Mm -hmm. i've got a church that generally uh, people go Okay. Yeah. I'll come along. Well, I'll try it. I'll try it for a little, and I'll let you know what I think too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because that's part of experimentation. Is sure. You, you've got to get feedback. So I've taken some of the some of the concepts that I've been learning from you, and that I learned from our trip in Nigeria, and that I've learned from Dominican Republic, and tried to see how we can uh, do experiments, yeah. find out what are the barriers, just kind of poke it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, 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 uh, and, and and see what happens, uh, and and so yeah, I, I have learned. So if it, if you're listening and you're part of a church and you're wondering, uh, I can probably tell you more about what I would do differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I'd also be happy to tell you uh, what I've what I've tried, um, and and what we as a church have tried as we're uh, as we're doing this you had mentioned small groups and we Mm -hmm. have a small group system in our church like a lot of churches do Mm -hmm. Um, there's a a model of doing small groups that larry osborne put in his book sticky church and uh, there have been people who uh, other folks who have been practicing that and so uh, even before him and so we've been doing that for years and years uh, a, a model of sermon-based small groups so people oh, have sure. a shared experience on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and then sometime during the week a smaller group will gather and they'll go through questions that are 
specific to the the teaching from that week. Sure. And to, the pastor writes those questions typically, that's correct. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, he works very hard on them. <laughs> or uh, at least this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it helps take it from hearing to then, you know, processing to writing to applying and oh so, yeah. So that's well, People, people remember like less than 5%. Some studies say 2% of the sermon they hear. Yeah. So that's some, some of the most discouraging numbers <laughs> for, for pastors. Yeah, within 48 hours, almost everything is forgotten. So if you can put some point during the week where people have to reflect back on it mm -hmm. and go, what, yeah, what was that about? What did we cover? What did I learn? And then start to answer questions about what is that what does that mean in, in my life? What are some of the challenges that I would have to applying that? That that's kind of what we do, and it's worked really well for us for uh, for years. Uh, what I said when I came back from Nigeria to our small groups was, uh, okay, we're going to uh, we're going to try an experiment, mm. and uh, we're we're going to try this discovery Bible study method. So really, what I'm doing is I'm testing the method. Now that's not how disciple making movements start. Right. Uh, I, I just want to be clear about that. Mm -hmm. um, we have an initiative going on right now where we're trying to uh, take people who have an interest and help them take ordinary prayer to extraordinary prayer because it's not going to happen without prayer. It's not going to happen without other pieces and places is more than a method. So mm -hmm. I want to be clear about that. Yeah. However, I wanted to test the method. Sure, sure. And, and find out if that could work or what the challenges might be to the discovery Bible study mm -hmm. approach to scripture. And I was looking over the feedback from our uh, small group term that ended last month. Uh, and, and we do evaluations and, and, and people let us know. Sure. So and just so I'm clear, did you... Did all of your small groups in your congregation all switch to the discovery model for that period of time? I did. I did. Wow. So what I told them was instead of me writing questions based on the teaching that I did on Sunday, I am going to tell you what passage I'll be covering the upcoming Sunday. Hmm. And you'll do a discovery Bible study about that. So instead of me telling you what I learned from God, you're going to learn from God. And then I'll teach through some of some of the passage that mm -hmm. will hopefully uh, further encourage or inform or reinforce or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that and, and it was helpful for me because I'm in a small group. So yeah. uh, to hear how other people were reacting and responding to uh, what God was teaching them in this scripture helped me in my preparation for that coming Sunday. I was able to say, so my small group discussed this passage and here's something that really stood out. And I, I'm, I'm learning from mm -hmm. how people in the group are responding to it and what questions and concerns and discoveries they're having. Sure. So it was neat. Um, I do have a kind of a larger small group, and, and um, almost 70% of the adults in our church are connected to these small groups. So, I mean, it's a big portion of who's, sure. uh, who, who, who's in the church. Um, I have a larger small group, so we split into these, like, discussion groups of about four people. Sure. And uh, for the uh, 
for the most part, people really responded positively mm-hmm. to Discovery Bible. So I, said, no, I shouldn't say for the most part. Um, it seemed like in my group, and maybe it was because I was able to be there to kind of coach the process along. Mm-hmm. Enforce the rules. Enforce the rules. Explain mm-hmm. the rules. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's hard to understand. Well, wait. Why can't we pull in uh, some different context from uh, from from different different books, different parts of the Bible? Different. You know. Uh, it's helpful to explain that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've talked to you a couple of times during that process and said, mm-hmm. "Okay, people are asking me about this." what do I do? And you were really helpful in, in coaching, coaching me through that. So thank you. Uh, there were some people who uh, did not like that method. They found it to be overwhelming hmm. and confusing. Uh, maybe not confusing. My understanding of the concern, some of the concerns that I heard, uh, if I write the questions based on something somebody heard, generally arriving at the answer doesn't take all that long one of the people who provided feedback said you know i could usually do this like the fill out the questions about 15 minutes before showing up oh and then they'd come with their written answers and they'd all just share what they wrote down right 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 Uh yeah Mm -hmm. discovery bible study one of the things that we found was it takes longer Mm -hmm. there are fewer questions it's more demanding, though, on your your brain <laughs> working it through. Sure. And, and that's what we wanted was for, for people to come in having prepared some of this. So there's there's a guy who said, I used to do this at 15 minutes before I showed up. And what I found was I had to take uh, a, you know, my, my lunch break that mm-hmm. day and use my whole lunch break to uh, to, to think through this and in a process and to write it you know, to write it out. and Because uh, what, I, what I was asking people to do was um, write a summary. Uh, so a lot of times Discovery Bible Study can happen in the moment at that point. Yep. I, I was asking people, do a Discovery Bible Study on your own and bring to the group what ah, okay. what, what you're what you're. Were you for. doing that three-column written study, having them write that out? Uh, you know, what does it say? Yes, yes. We weren't using the three columns. We used the format that I was already using because I thought I don't want to change it up too much. Too much. Mm-hmm. So we used the same general format of a page, okay. uh, but swapped out the questions that I was writing, kind of the curriculum, so to speak, that I was writing and swapped it out for the, the basic. Uh, what does it say? How would you say that? How will you put it into practice in your life? And who will you share this with? Those yes. four basic yes. questions? Okay. Yes, yes. Huh. All right. So, as far as an experiment, it isn't something that uh, we're going to continue to do in the same way. And and I'll tell you why. Here's what I discovered: our our clear purpose in small groups is uh, is gathering people around God, connecting people to God's word, and and connecting people to God's people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about connection. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's primarily a um, a relationship building system, so that when you're going through something in your life, 
you know who to go to. Yeah. You've got people and you've got God's word and uh, and, and those connections are are, are there. Mm-hmm. Dis- disciple making movements have to be about multiplication. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that has to be the, the the primary focus, the primary purpose. Mm-hmm. And that tension uh, is real if you start taking what was designed as a uh, whether whether you've got a, a small group system that's designed for connection or you've got a small group system that's designed for study. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's one of the things that I heard people. Uh, it's funny because one person will say, I, I want to go deeper than Discovery Bible study that that focuses on one passage. And one person will say, I've never gone this deep. Yeah. In, in the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, as I have in doing Discovery Bible study. So right. it's interesting to see mm-hmm. how people... Yeah, the difference. And, and you, you almost got to ask then, well, what do you mean by deep? Right. Is it just knowledge? Because <laughs> Right. <laughs> knowledge and insight are often what we think of as deep. Right, right. Uh, if somebody's saying, though, uh, so, so if you have... Uh, if, if you think of Scripture and think, I want to go deep into Scripture, or you think of your heart and you say, I want Scripture to go deep into my heart, those are two different kinds of depth. Sure, sure. Yep. Uh, so we, we, mm-hmm. we, could, we, we could see that contrast kind of happening in, in how people responded to it. So if, but if you've got a small group system that's about connection or you've got a small group system that's about going deep into Scripture and you try to say to, those, to, to, to the people in that system, okay, now it's going to be about going outward. Now it's going to be about multiplying. Mm-hmm. It will break. Uh, it mm-hmm. two different operating systems. Well, sure, two different goals. Really. Two different, mm-hmm. two different goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was important to know. Uh, so the toughest question was, who will you share this with? Yeah, this week. That was the toughest question for people. Isn't that something? So challenging. Eighty-five percent of American Christians never share their faith with anybody ever. Drives me nuts. And ninety-five never lead anybody to Christ. So. Yeah. So someone has has said, uh, not just someone, people who have been, um, I guess, successful, if I can use that word, people who are practitioners of disciple-making movements around the world, uh, they tell you, you know, without any um, apologies, do not start with existing Christians because they have all their existing habits that just like you said, the guy was like, well, I used to be able to get this done in 15 minutes and now it takes me an hour. And so, you know, my, you're, you're trying to change my existing spiritual habit and they're just, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit. So we're resistant to change naturally. And so uh, if you start with people who don't have any spiritual habits, it's a lot easier to start a disciple making movement with them than it is to take people with a whole set of existing spiritual habits and then yes. try to tweak and change and reorganize all that. Yes. So that's a great lead-in to the next experiment that we started. Ah. Uh, is it, it for all the reasons you just said and others, 
we have taken our children's ministry curriculum. Mm-hmm. We sent it back. Oh. Uh, you know, we ordered quarterly mm-hmm. curriculum and uh, sent it back. And our children's ministry director has created these beautiful notebooks for all the for all the kids. Okay. And she found information online about how to do Discovery Bible Study with with, with kids. Oh, great! Um, so they take on a passage each week, and they've got stickers where uh, each sticker means something. So you know, uh, what what do you have a question about, or what stood out to you? And they can they can put the stickers on there, and then uh, they'll they'll work on responses to the basic Discovery Bible Study questions. Cool. Uh, what what is this teach me about God? What does this teach me about people? What will I do about it? And who will I share this with? Mm-hmm. They're practicing that. And our thought is, here are people who don't have habits yet. Right. Let's get them in the in the habit. And so my, my hope is that soon, and we've just been doing this for a few weeks now, maybe a month, is that soon a teacher in that in that classroom will be able to say, okay, here's our passage for the week, and it's it's in their notebook, and uh, so uh, you know, let let's have a volunteer read the read the passage. Okay, who wants to tell us what that means in your own words, and really rely on some of the older kids who are uh, you know going to be better at the at the reading thing, and then that the teacher will be able to say, okay, what's our first question, mm-hmm. and that the kids will know it. that the kids will know mm-hmm. what is the siege is about God. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about that and, and, and have, and have the discussion and the kids are, are doing the discussion. And what would we be teaching is a habit of looking at God's word for what we can learn about God, what we can learn about people and how we can apply it. Mm-hmm. And then to think about who can we, uh, who can we share this with and to have that be something that by the time they're in fourth and fifth grade, uh, they're, uh, capable with the with, with the reading, they could lead mm-hmm. a discovery Bible study. Yeah, by by the time they're in fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. So by the time they're uh, a teenager, by the time they're in high school, uh, they don't have to depend on someone else feeding them. Right, because they've learned how to feed themselves. They've mm-hmm. learned how to feed themselves. They could teach somebody. They go off to college. And uh, they can start a Bible study in their uh, in in their dorm. They can. This will be their habit. Mm-hmm. This will be their habit. That's our that's our hope in our children's ministry. Again, this is an experiment. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying we've arrived at anything or mm-hmm. or, or it's perfect, but we're seeing the challenges, the cultural challenges, and we're saying if we're a church that doesn't have a building, mm-hmm. we've broken through one of the challenges. If we yep. can train our children to to understand with a bible and a notebook you can gather around god's word and you can see it reach deep into your heart Mm -hmm. and change the way you live yeah uh we're investing in breaking through some of those cultural barriers some of those boundaries that uh that 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 people carry with Mm -hmm. them so sure that's a little bit of the the experimentation that we're doing, I have a, a, a another uh, step 
that I'd like to add, but I think I'm going to hold on to it for our next podcast. Sure, sure. Is that all right? It is, yeah. Did you, but, but before before I break, I, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, what did... Well, no, I'm just having... So I'm having some um, questions forming in my mind as I'm listening to you talk. The first one is... Um, Discovery Bible Study, you know, by itself, the, the 12 questions that we went over a few podcasts ago, um, that, and I think you know, maybe know this already, but a lot of people think, you know, because study, we think back to our schooling and we think of homework and we think there should be some writing down. And, and when I go do these trainings, I'll say, do not write anything down. I'll say it 10 times. And then I say, begin your study. And everybody pulls out a pen and a notebook. And I say, wait, wait, <laughs> you don't have to write, <laughs> you know, because I want, um, I want people to understand that uh, a, like a true kind of in its purest form, doing a discovery Bible study is just a discussion among people who care about each other about First of all, about life. How are you doing? What are what do you, what's going well in your life? What's uh, a current challenge in your life? And how can we help meet the challenge? And you know, as the the church in Acts, you know, everybody uh, nobody had any needs because everybody, you know, the church took care of the needs of the others in the church. Yeah. So trying to get back to thinking and operating like that. But then, so the question I, I guess I want to ask you is why, when you experimented with your existing small groups, why did you give them written homework? Or how do you think it would have gone if you would have just given them the discovery study and a passage so there's no because one that's one of the things people love about this is that there can if, if you do it that way there's no prep because that's another barrier we're so busy yeah our time is so valuable people you know if they feel like this is taking too much of my time and the benefit doesn't outweigh the the cost, I'm not going to keep doing it. Yeah. Well, you say, why Why did you do it that way? Well, maybe I just did it wrong. Oh, okay. I don't, I mean, ah, so that's. I'm just learning. Well, I don't I'm, know. Exactly. So I'm asking you if, if you are also under the impression that to do a discovery Bible study, there needs to be something written down because there's a personal study where that three column thing that we've been talking about where you write down the passage and then in your own words and how will you apply it to your life and who will you tell. That's for, for you, you know, or me, or, per, you know, for personal one-on-one uh, -on -one Bible study with the Lord. Uh, but when you do a discovery study with a group of people, typically it's just the Bible and the process. Yeah. Um, I was training in South Kenya, kind of by the Tanzania border, and 75% of the group that I was training was what we would call illiterate. They were oral learners. They don't, can't read and write. So I told them, you memorize the process of the Discovery Bible study and then memorize your favorite, you know, 10 Bible stories of the life of Jesus. And you go out and you share those stories and do this process. And those women are planting churches in the Maasai territory of Kenya and they can't even read or write. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's entirely possible that I what I was doing was bringing in one of the assumptions or one of what could could be a barrier into uh, an existing system or an existing process, and mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how it would have. I, I have no yeah. idea. I it might have been it might have freaked people out. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe wait, that's wait. why I did it because we're this is what we're used to. So I got to meet people in in mm -hmm. you know kind of at their point of comfort. 
Sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I have uh, started doing a discovery Bible study that um, we we are just doing it on the spot, and I would love to talk about that next time. Sounds great. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks, Kurt. Thank you, Aaron.